0: hello everyone welcome back to the revolutionized estates podcast presented to you by venue live i'm emily heidel and we have a lovely guest i'm very honored to be interviewing her here today i have so many questions for her that i can finally have answered through this interview (laughs) Um, so without further ado (laughs) jenny Ja. thank you for joining us Yay, thank you so much for having
1: me, Emily. Yes. You're so legit. So no. no, intimidated to be on this podcast no, no, no uh yeah please take it easy on me <laughs>
0: i i will take it easy but also um she says i'm like jenny is like absolutely legit you know i think i feel like the best way to start this out is actually one of our previous guests um, Alexis Adoyan, um a journalist uh, who we interviewed a couple of episodes ago if you have not listened to it you should um we were having just a side conversation after the interview and Uh, I was just talking about different people and like the industry. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's like, you know, Jenny. And she was like, yeah. And like she was like, Jenny is someone who always has her shit together. And like amongst (laughs) a lot of other people we were talking about, it was like a lot of people don't have their shit together. But she was like, that's the one person who always has their shit together. And I'm like, it's true. Oh,
1: my God. It's so true. Thank you so much, Alexis. Wow. (laughs) I appreciate the conversation, um, especially how positive it was. Uh, I don't know if I have my shit together. (laughs) (laughs)
0: okay uh uh-huh
1: but i'm trying my best
0: i'm trying my best well it comes across it really does come across that way but um before we get into the uh the actual interview can you introduce yourself and what you do for people who um probably don't know because you also like you're like always in like the shadows of everything but she's putting a lot of stuff together so anyway can you introduce yourself
1: for sure um so my name is jenny Zaw, and Mm -hmm. i am the ceo of infinitize which is kind of like a digital media consultancy. Um, I've been working actually with a lot of brands and um, a lot of artists as well, sort of behind the scenes to put together uh, more integrated marketing efforts to try to reach, you know, different audiences um, or try to engage fandom at large.
0: So Inventize is primarily, like you said, primarily digital, but you, I mean, a lot of it has to do with, like, integrating some physical into the digital as well, correct? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I think we say digital as in, you know, what is the best way to be able to engage people from all over the world? Um, And so it is using different channels, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes um, when we say integrated marketing, that really just means like, what is your goal and what is the best way to be able to get there? Mm -hmm. Um, what sort of channels do you need to be on? What do we need to do? Um, and sometimes that do, you know, that does sort of like include some of these offline opportunities as well. So it's like kind of like putting it all together. Mm -hmm. How does that sort of like overall plan look like? Um, And where where do we start with that overall strategy? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's why I feel like I'm always all over the place. (laughs) And when you ask me what I do, I'm like, I have no idea. (laughs) Whatever works you know (laughs) yeah
0: so like I mean you mentioned how okay so at a time actually before we get into this this is probably a good uh segue into other things at a time how many projects do you have going on like like let's like right now like how many projects do you have going on
1: yeah oh my gosh right now probably like four or five projects that are happening all together Uh um but A lot of timelines overlap. So like sometimes we're rolling off of a project and directly into another project. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also in discussion, um, you know, for a lot of projects um, that are happening in 2022. Mm -hmm. So there's never kind of like a moment where you know, you feel like you're in a stable place, and you're like, "Oh, you know, like I'm I'm working on these things right now, and I'm uh-huh. really sure about you know where we're going." Yeah. Um, it's always kind of like changing, mm-hmm. and uh, the number of clients kind of like vary with that.
0: Yeah. yeah. It seems like the only people that know what you do are the people who work with you. Like, it, like you said, like just, I wonder, like, do your parents understand what you do? Not at all. <laughs> okay. They're just like she's. I mean... <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. No, sometimes I don't even understand what I'm doing, you know, Um, I think uh, the main part is, um, I think, like, very fortunately, just a lot of these projects and things like that come from referrals Mm -hmm. or, you know, people talking about, you know, talking to each other about different things that are going on. And so, um, you know, we always come from a place of like, we just want to help. And like, these Mm -hmm. sound like, you know, cool things that we need to be involved in. And Mm -hmm. so it just kind of like naturally get to the point of, you know, we're working on the project.
0: Are you allowed to say some of the projects you're like, or I guess music or actually not just music related, but uh, projects you're like you have worked on and are currently working on through Infinitize or that kind of thing, I guess?
1: yeah i think i mean the main ones that we're working on right now Mm -hmm. for in terms of some of the artist projects is as you know emily because we work very closely on this together Mm -hmm. is you know alexa and sort of zany bros and working together on sort of that global strategy um for alexa to connect more with k-pop fans overseas Mm -hmm. um and then you know we also work very closely with woosung from the roast Mm -hmm. um you know on his independent activities Mm -hmm. Um, and then we're just starting to work with um, Ghost Nine under the Mar Entertainment banner, uh, you know, so that they can develop more of that overseas uh, presence. Mm-hmm. Um, for the rest of the clients, I feel like um, we're kind of in the space where it's like things are always rolling in and out, you I know. See. And so this is probably the most relevant.
0: <laughs> I see. I see.
1: To 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 our industry, um, mm-hmm. and I feel like. I, I always tell people, it's like, my expertise is probably more in entertainment platforms okay. um, and working more with, you know, streaming platforms mm-hmm. or, um, you know, companies or brands that really have like sort of that more um, digital presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just so happens that, like I think, like very recently we have started working with a lot more artists,
0: I see. Um,
1: and yeah, it's kind of developing in that way.
0: Well, with that being said, we met through a digital uh, platform, sort of, I guess, app um, that at the time was trying to scout creators in the in the k-pop space i guess um for podcasts um through the yeah i feels podcast with Dre, and so through that like it was still music integrated in a way but like yeah like you said through a platform
1: yeah yeah and i feel like you know working with that sort of like audio-based platform it's mm-hmm. like that's where i really realized that like korean entertainment has like seeped into so many different industries Mm -hmm. that like sometimes it all just blends together Mm -hmm. um and there's just always so many cool things Mm -hmm. uh to be able to you know to work on um even if you're not directly in the industry um so like that's you know happening across the board as we sort of like integrate more and more k-pop elements into these like other fields as well Yeah, and you know like Emily, the the way that you were able to kind of you know integrate K-pop into you know sports um, and everything related to that, mm-hmm. um, and then you know things that we're trying to do with some collaborations even in like esports or like you know some some of these like more peripheral industries, I like I do feel like there's just more and more potential to be able to open up the borders a little
0: bit yeah, yeah yeah and so with that also being said you know infinitize I saw on your website it started in 2014 but that wasn't when you fully broke off and like did this on your own so where did you start can you give a background of like your um, experience in the entertainment industry before starting your own company
1: yeah for sure so I I I guess this is like more of a personal story because I started following a lot of like Korean entertainment elements, um, you know, back in high school. Um, I just happened to kind of like, you know, um, look into some internships that were available at Soompi at the time. So Soompi is like one of the largest you know, platforms for Korean entertainment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think like when I, when I was looking, you know, and being really active on the platform, um, there's really no way to like avoid Soompi. Um, You know, every time that you wanted to get any sort of information on TV shows or any sort of talent, like it would always come up as one of the top search results. Mm. So I kind of like got integrated first into the platform, you know, as that community, as that, you know, fan, um, you know, discovered an opportunity to be able to, um, they were actually building up their news team. So I, I started you know, writing some articles for, with them, um, you know, that transitioned into like more of like a long term sort of freelancer mm-hmm. position um, on their editorial side. And then just kind of like slowly built up from there where, um, you know, all of a sudden I was like covering concerts and like interviewing K-pop acts mm-hmm. Um and then when I graduated from college, I actually went directly to Soompi, who was um, who's actually owned by Vicky, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, had a position there, um, leading short-form content and engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, like, along the way, I was, like, doing a lot on my own as well. Like, for example, I had opened my own e-commerce um, store while I was in high school, and I was, like, working on that. I was doing a- a ton of like, you know, just like different sort of internships and also part-time sort of like positions at different uh, PR agencies and things like that. Mm -hmm. So um, that experience is not like kind of like the more holistic, I guess, like picture of like what I was trying to pursue, but um, it just worked out really well because, you know, that was essentially my hobby. I got to really like, you know, work in something that I was very passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, like the rest is history Mm -hmm. in the sense that you know, I, I, you know, Vicky, I was really doing a lot more um, original content and campaigns to be able to sort of, like, engage that fandom. And that's where I think, like, you know, really learned a lot.
0: Yeah. One of the, and if you go to Jenny's uh, website, um, which I will I, I
1: love that <laughs> when you looked into all of these. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a very like well made. Like it has testimonials and all these really cool things on there. Um, and one of the, I guess, and correct me if I'm wrong. You worked on the, I think it was the Vicky Vicky series with like um, Monster X and Gallant. Um, yes, right, uh, and that's like yeah. it's when you when you call when you.
1: When you call my name. When you call my name. Okay. Yep.
0: Okay. Right. Yep. Um, and that was one of. Is that one of the bigger projects you worked on? And also, you were. I mean, you worked on. Um, Alexa's like. Uh, 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 Rising legends, um, that yeah. you know, and strike it up, and all that stuff. Um, what like was the Monster X one? One of the bigger projects you've worked on, or was it? Or just like oh, one of for the sure. bigger ones? Uh huh.
1: Yeah, I think it was. Honestly, it was such a cool project. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually produced that mini documentary series, mm-hmm. um, and it's really funny because. Uh, it kind of just started as some content exploration that we were doing um, on the Simpy side in terms of coverage of Galant, uh, because at the time um, it was like right about the time you know Galant had released um, his collaboration solo with Eric Nam and Tableau. Oh, right?
0: Yeah,
1: um, and so we were trying to you know see if we can do an interview or like something like that. So we got to you know talking to his agency about um, collaboration opportunities, and then. We kind of had this idea because Monster X was starting to announce you know some of their U.S. tours and we're like listen they actually have a lot of parallels in their music journey or like mm. what we wanted to really show was that um, these va- two vastly different people as in like you know their upbringing and where they grew up and everything uh, you know pursued a similar dream and now they're both Going to be on tour and like yeah. you know meeting fans around the world and so mm-hmm. there's a lot of parallels that we could draw so we actually reached out to Monster X's agency mm-hmm. and they agreed so then we kind of facilitated that entire meeting and then they ended up singing uh, Monster X's song together and Galant was singing in Korean so mm-hmm. it was just like was something that sort of like exploded out of this like piece of content that we were really just trying to explore um, and turned into this big thing. Um, So yeah, that was, that was a very cool project for sure. So
0: when you were working with Vicky and and Soompi, were you, I know uh, Soompi and I guess Vicky as well, or in the U S are based in um, San Francisco. Um, Mm -hmm. Were you traveling a lot during that time or were you primarily, you would just travel whenever necessary, whenever it happened to be?
1: Um, so I would say like, we do most of our stuff in San Francisco.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: And like, I get that this question a lot. Previously, when I was doing a lot of like panels and things like that, it's like, our lives are really boring. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that, you know, like working with a lot of like hip hop talent, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, you're like going everywhere all yeah. at once. Um, most of the time I'm like in front of my computer typing Mm. um, and that's like the way it was at Vicky. So like we only really traveled for like much larger projects or like if we needed to be somewhere Mm -hmm. um, or like we had something planned with the community. um, Mm -hmm. Otherwise it was like very much like a regular sort of like nine to five. It's just the content that you worked on was really cool and interesting. Um, Yeah. I see. Yeah.
0: So then uh, what year was it when you officially like left, soompi and like start like made infinitize like your full-time
1: yeah i um i started infinitize i guess like more as a, like a full-time venture in okay. 2019 early 2019 Okay. and um we were actually coming off really really big wins at rockton vicky mm. and soompi um because i mean as you know like I had been leading the Rising Legends project, Mm -hmm. um, which is like really actually originated from this um, sort of like need to see more global talent sort of like integrated into K-pop. And especially like, because there are so many like, just great dancers or vocalists um, or rappers that were out there um you know who are fans like we wanted to be able to showcase that um mm-hmm. so that's where we actually um worked with Alexa for the first time and brought her over to Korea mm-hmm. um to film you know her own reality series and also um you know her first kind of like pre debut mu- music video
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and then the second thing is um I actually also was working on one of our tentpole activations called Sumpy Awards. Mm. Um, So I was leading the efforts for Sumpy Awards, um, which is, you know, like, it's kind of like a voting um, sort of event for global fans Mm. and um, fans every single year. Like we basically let fans like, you know, vote in, you know, for, for their favorite actors and dramas or for their favorite musicians and artists and things like that. And um in 2019 we actually broke a guinness world record yeah um for most used hashtag on twitter in 24 hours um awesome. which is like really a testament to fandom mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. and like i remember so clearly that like actually that particular category that we had people vote in um you know i would spent so many years like over the holidays just like um working on that category and like um you know i was like (laughs) on new year's day like posting tweets and stuff Mm -hmm. um to try to get people to vote more for me like for some for so long i think like simpia awards was like one of like the proudest things that i have ever worked on Mm -hmm. um products projects um because like that whole category actually originated from just like a tiny conversation that we were having Mm -hmm. um about you know fandom representation and you know in its last year kind of was able to encourage all of these fans um, to, you know, represent themselves and to represent their favorite groups mm-hmm. and ended up breaking a Guinness World Record. So yeah. it's kind of like coming full circle mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that was, that was, um, that's definitely one of the highlights of my career. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I, I remember it was the, was it the best fan award or like, uh, it was something like, it was like a fan driven award, correct?
1: Yeah. And, yeah 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 so yeah yeah the category is actually best fandom
0: best fandom okay got yeah. it yeah and it yeah. was uh I, I remember it was like neck and neck xols and army just like going at it and xols yeah xo xols won right yes okay got it correct um yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um well, the Soompi fan award uh that wraps up and then 20 beginning of 2019 you were like okay now it's time to jump off and uh, first of all like like how did you know like okay now is my time to leave and do this on my own?
1: marketing and Vicky had restructured a lot of different teams. Mm-hmm. And so um, for us, it was kind of like, you know, the original Vicky that we were working on was just like non, non-existent anymore. Mm. Um, but on the other side, like, I think what made me really realize that like, I could actually do this
0: mm-hmm.
1: is because like, I think from my perspective, um, you know, I just wanted to do and work on projects that i was like very very passionate about mm-hmm. and so you know working with yourself and sort of like managing that entire process like yeah. is that way to be able to accomplish that yeah um and like especially like in a situation where you're in control of your own time and your schedule and um, you can basically have the flexibility i mean i but very fortunately am able to have the flexibility to like choose what I work on. And mm-hmm. um so I think like from that sense, you know, I was just pretty ready for a change. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I've been working at Zoomy for like maybe like eight, nine years at that point. Wow. Maybe even like close to 10 years. Yeah. Even starting from like being a part of their original news team, wow. um, you know, way back when and then um sort of like being on that journey of like growing together with them Mm. um and so for me it was just like yeah let's do something a little bit new now
0: now when you started and a lot of people listening to this may you know like the point of this podcast is to show that there's a lot of different people doing a lot of different things behind the scenes not typically just being a manager or songwriter or artist or what have you um there's a lot of different Uh, elements to this entertainment industry Um, so maybe people are like you know oh that sounds cool like you know and a lot of people talk about the digital nomad life like people just want to have that now and like how can you do that type thing Um, but of course when you first leave a full-time job there's like some sort of like of course uh, maybe nervousness uh, of you know I need to have I need to constantly have projects so I can stay afloat when you left soon did you have a lot of projects already lined up or was it kind of like taking a leap of faith
1: um it is more i think like taking a leap of faith i think Mm -hmm. like from my perspective um again like i was able to work with a lot of really amazing people Mm -hmm. at Vicky, um so it's like very lucky that i think like i was going into a field where i was very familiar with mm-hmm. it you know I could there are people that I could reach out to even for sort of like advice and mm-hmm. like just trying to understand or reorient myself yeah um I think you know to your point of you know there are people out there that like want to do this um you know but maybe don't have sort of like the a- avenue and like you know they're, they would be leaving full-time positions and like yeah. you know that survival
0: yeah um
1: is the is the first part I think like again like there's so many things that you can start building up even when you have a full-time, you know, career Mm -hmm. um, that you can start even volunteering at to get yourself like, you know, in the drawer um, so that like to really get more experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, if this is something that you're really passionate about and, um, you know, that you really want to be able to pursue, I think like it starts with learning, right? So um, getting yourself out there and like meeting the people that you need to meet um, and then turning that into like, new opportunities that, mm-hmm. you know, might help, you know, down the line, um, when you decide to make that leap of faith, I think um, that's really what matters. Yeah. Um, and that's actually, you know, what I went through, too, It's like, I already had a lot of these, like, you know, conversations, uh, you know, that were open. Um, and so for me, it was, it's much more about, let's try to figure out like how to be able to, you know, reach out to different people and mm-hmm. like, just make sure that we have peace. But um, yeah, yeah. There's always no right time to do it, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You have to do it.
0: <laughs> now that you've done this, um, you know, how has it been adjusting? Like you said, like you went from doing a full-time job to now like you have, you're have, you your own boss. And of course, <clears throat> someone like myself, um, when I'm doing my own thing, it's really hard to stay self-motivated um, if I don't have someone like on me. Um, yeah. Keeping me, you know, on track, I should say. Uh, was that a hard transition when you left or – you i mean I, from what i know it doesn't seem like a hard thing for you to like stay on track and stay motivated and like you know as alexis put it having your shit together um so was it was that a hard transition when you left um
1: probably for me because i was so used to just going out there and doing my own thing oh, yeah, you know yeah. um, because when i when i joined Simpy actually the role that i had was created um Mm. for me because i've been working you know just like you know part-time and freelancing for at soon for such a long time yeah um so like a lot of it was like you know let's craft this role to be like what we feel like would be the most effective yeah but also like what you might want to do yeah Um, so i was very lucky in that sense um you know even when i was in high school i was like starting my own like e-commerce businesses Mm -hmm. and like you know, just trying to go out there and like get as many things um, as possible. Um, I mean, to put it shortly, I just love working. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obsessed with working. Mm. So um, that's, I I don't know, it's like, literally it's like turned into a personality trait these days. Um, But, so I feel like I have a lot of just like, willingness to go out there and just like, accept new things are happening. Mm. Um, So for me, I think it's less about keeping myself motivated. Um, though sometimes like I do have days where it's like, it's so packed, but yet I have like a billion things to do, Mm -mm. um, where it just feels very difficult, Mm -hmm. um, to want to finish all of that. But like, I don't know, like, I think, you know, time management is also a big thing where Mm -hmm. it's like, Hey, like, listen, if you don't finish this within this time and this time, like you are going to be so behind Mm -hmm. and that's, that's my
0: motivation (laughs) right right I mean why do you think you enjoy working so much I mean and I think uh, also on your your website it says like you're passionate about passion or something like something to that effect yeah um like and I can that that of course drives people but like is that your main driver of just like you know I just want to continue to be to work on things I'm passionate about so I just like continue to want to work or do you feel like there's something else that like you want to achieve or, like, show to yourself that, like, that's why you want to keep working?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I think, like, it really comes down to, first of all, I think, like, I'm so fortunate and I recognize I'm very fortunate to be able to have the flexibility of working on projects I really want to work on um, and take on projects that I really want to work on. Um, mm. I feel like that's the that's the first thing. And then the second one is just, like, it's – I think it's motivating to – constantly level up in that sense, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, I think like for every single thing that I'm working on or doing, like I always feel it as, you know, the next step up of like, hey, through this, you know, I'm learning how to, um, you know, graphic design. That's just an example. I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of like self-taught things where through this experience, like I've actively gotten, you know, one step further into, leveling up that skill Mm. of mine or Mm. like you know doing something a little bit new or like having that new experience i Mm. feel like that is a very motivating factor as well
0: definitely uh leveling up is or showing yourself that you can continue to level up has definitely um can be a motivator and i feel like through the work i've done with you i feel like like i've been like oh i'm like like Jenny's made me feel like I'm leveling up or something like that. It feels really good, and I, I feel like since we've met, it's, it's yeah. been like that. So I'm I'm very very thankful to you. Um, but no,
1: no, I mean like I feel the same, Emily. Because sometimes like you talk about things, and I'm like, that's so interesting. Like I'm learning a lot from what you're saying and like what you're doing and like just your thoughts and perspectives as well so
0: thank you
1: I mean that's that's what I feel like you know um having a really solid team and Mm -hmm. being you know surrounding yourself with people that are sort of like like you in that sense Mm -hmm. is so rewarding it's because you're constantly like in this mindset of like oh there's so much that I don't know Mm -hmm. like how do I go Mm -hmm. out there and like you know become like this person in this sense and like try to absorb I guess like all of these like good qualities and values Mm -hmm. um yeah like yeah that's that's very that's the best part i think yeah
0: well another question i I think i i think i've I've, i think i've asked you this before but i just want to clarify the name infinitize did that come from infinite (laughs) yes yes i love infinite okay okay
1: um it's very motivated by infinite i was a huge infinite fan Mm -hmm. um i just remember like Even like the way that I became an Infinite fan, um, I was actually covering their show in New York Mm. and I had seen them perform live. And that was the moment when I was like, oh, my God, like, (sighs) you know, they're such strong performers. And like it was honestly like a life changing moment for me. Mm. Um, And then I just also really like the meaning of infinitize, um, Mm. which not a lot of people know. It's like an actual word. Um, and it really means to like free yourself of like Mm. time and space and circumstance Mm. so it's like it kind of like adds to this overall mission that it's like anything is possible if you just kind of like go out there and pursue it
0: yeah so what are your goals with infinitized for you know or what yeah I mean of course to free well, okay, I'm gonna let you say. I'm, <laughs> gonna, like, I'm gonna sound stupid. What are your goals with monetize?
1: No, that's the, the, what you said. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to be free of time, days, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean yes, but also, um, I I don't really put like too much emphasis, I guess, like about going about certain goals Mm -hmm. but it's like you know for everything and every project and every campaign that we work on it's like always find something new to learn from Mm -hmm. um or some find um something innovative where you would kind of like be proud to showcase that as your work Mm. like that's what I constantly feel is like how is this adding to what I've already done right like what are some of the ways that you know we can level up you Mm -hmm. know some of this experience and like just make sure that, you know, we're doing our best in terms of, you know, pushing it and getting it out there. So mm-hmm. um that's kind of like the the goal um for us to be able to um kind of work on more internally, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, externally, I think it is just like trying to find more companies that we can add more value to. Yeah. Um, uh, meaning, you know, what are some things that, you know we see already that like you know some companies are maybe struggling with Mm -hmm. or like you know could that we can basically go in and integrate ourselves as part of the team and be able to um, help or you know collaborate in a way where we are all sort of, like, benefiting, um, you know, from that experience. Hello,
0: everybody. This is Emily. If you've reached this part of the interview, that means you're at the end of part one. So you can check back for part two next week. In the meantime, make sure to keep up with everything Revolutionize the Stage on our Instagram and Twitter, at RevTheStagePod. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye.